This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning. It's Thursday, September 15th. It's Jobs Day. Um, not monthly jobs day, but weekly jobs day. We should see something. We got good news in the market, but the market is not 100% responding. Um, let me look at the futures real quick on the app. Um, the market, uh, yeah, we were up in the futures when I woke up at about five of this morning, but we are down and slowly making that, that trod down again. So uh, I don't know where we're going to wind up, but there was an interesting quote that I heard from Warren Buffett yesterday. Uh, Warren Buffett says, Wall Street's the only place in America where there's a big sale and people run for the exits. Uh, I think that that abides by for your Apples, your Googles, your Amazons, uh, I am still be, but I, I saw a lot of debate yesterday on CNBC whether or not um, big tech will lead us into the next bump up. Well, sorry, but that that's what moves the markets is big tech. I think energy. Uh, I continue to say, you know, the title of yesterday's podcast was "Buy Energy." Well, buy energy, and en- en- it's clear energy is gonna. Um, going to still have an upside. Uh, I think it's only 3% of the 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 market. Uh, let's take a look at Apple. Apple over the last 11 years. Uh, look at September, but look at October. Second best month of the year. Um, you know, obviously July was fantastic for, for uh, Apple, but seasonality wise, uh, let's go look at G-O-O-G. Because I keep telling you guys, I don't care if you buy it at 105. I don't care if you buy it at 100. The, the MACD is still crossing down. It got you out yesterday. Uh, like I told you, I, I do not think that we've reached a bottom. I, I think we go down further. But am I trying to time stuff? No. Most of you guys probably have regular jobs where you need to do stuff. So uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily try and time it. Um, natural gas. I talked with Max yesterday. Uh, natural gas boomed up. Uh, boil was a crazy. Look at that gap up. Look at that. We have a 93. We're trading at 100. Uh, you got your 10%. Uh, I, I still think there's you know 120 left in this one. Uh, I, I don't count on me. Again, that 93 should be kind of the guidance as to where you buy. If you lose 5% on it or, or, you know, for some reason it starts to just trash down, get out. But yesterday's 93.50 was clear. Uh, It went all the way up to 100. Um, We saw uh, a lot of the fertilizer stocks. Mosaic uh, continued its kind of sideways move at 56. Uh, 56 was the buy, but you're trading at 53 right now. Uh, again, natural gas is is used to make um, some of these. Uh, there was Comstock. I think it was Comstock um, shot up. Um, Comstock. Uh, CRK. CRK was the one that just 
kind of, yeah, look at that. 19, moved all the way to 21. It's a big percentage move. Um, that was up yesterday. Uh, I'll bring this up too. Usually what, what I've been doing for the past couple of days, again, I haven't been live on YouTube all that long. It's been, I, I think, just a week now that I've been doing it regularly on live on YouTube. But um, I stayed on and, and did some live trading with folks yesterday and showed them, um, showed them some stuff. There were some folks in there asking me some questions. And Zephan, who's a regular, who's actually watching me on YouTube right now, uh, had a great, great suggestion. I mean, he had heard SCHD, and this is an ETF that just is a Schwab dividend equity. Uh, it got the algorithm got you out yesterday, and I kind of told Stefan, "Hey, I, I think between seventy one and seventy, um, historically, is probably a decent buy in on this one because if you look, we'll take a look at a daily." Um, look at this. This goes all the way back to 2021. Let's look at a weekly. We'll go back even further. Uh, you've clearly been setting up a shelf here. And when I was pulling this, uh, let's pull this back a little. Um, when I was pulling the volume um, back here. So this is all the way back at August 17th. Look at the volume shelf that's clear. This is 2015, the volume shelf. Again, you don't really want that. Um, but let's pull it back to COVID and see where most people are holding. Uh, most people have gotten rid of SCHD. They probably traded around dividends, I would think. Um, it's a dividend equity fund. Uh, it produced a solid, let's see, I'm going to pull it up here because I pulled it up yesterday. 3.25% dividend is what it pays. Uh, year to date, you're down 11%. But let's go to SPY. SPY, you're down 17%. So SCHD in this time, you've outperformed the S&P while you've gotten a 3% dividend. Now, energy is obviously a better sector. Um, let's just look at CVX, for example. Uh, you're getting a 3% dividend and you're up 40%. But SCHD, uh, if you're looking for a long-term, just look at this. This is, a, uh, this is a weekly chart and you pull it back here. It's got a clear volume shelf up here. It doesn't have a bottom. It's nowhere near the 200-day, but the only time it was near the 200-day was during financial crisis uh, and it pulled back. I think you could start to see that at, at right now, but I think anywhere between 69 and 70 on this one, I think for a long-term play, a lot of people have asked me about a long-term play, and Zephan came up with this one yesterday. I like it. Uh, I like what I saw uh, in all the charts. Um, and, and let's talk about something to, you know, going back to the Buffett uh, the quote about, hey, you're running for the exits. Well, Snowflake, take a look at Snowflake. This was interesting to me. I own Snowflake at 183. I haven't gotten rid of it. I probably could have made a lot of money on it, <clears throat> um, trading in and out of this one. The algorithm loses you 14%. Buying and holding loses you 13% on this asset. It's uh, 30 positions, 13 wins, 17 losses. Your average win is 10%. Now, I bought in at 183 way back, I think... God, I want to say way back here in May. I don't know exactly when I bought it. 
Um, but I did buy at 183. Uh, it was probably around earnings. Um, was it this earnings? May have been this earnings, August 25th. Um, I don't know. I forget when I bought it. But Snowflakes won. You know what? It was probably around this earnings. March. Who knows? Um, but I think 183 sticks in my mind for some reason. But I think I, I maybe I just have an average purchase price of 183. Uh, but I definitely purchased around earnings, went up by 20%, didn't sell. I've, you've got this gap up here between 246 and 259. At some point, we're going to fill that. But what I wanted to point out was Tuesday. Look at this, how well this one held up. And part of the reason this one held up is because people are so long-term focused and long-term positive about this company. The valuation makes no sense right now. None whatsoever. But look at that volume shelf that it's creating. Um, we'll pull this back to where that gap was created. We'll pull this volume shelf here to see where most people who have bought between now and then are holding. Um, this, is, this is the earnings where it pulled the gap March 2nd. Um, yeah, you've got a floor here about 147. So people are holding on. This one to me, uh, with that big 5% downturn where it didn't go down 5%, uh, turns out to be a, a pretty good indication that this is fairly strong. If you can get it, I, I think if you can get it between 180 and 190, I think you do that. I don't think that you buy it today. 197 is a bit high with pending jobs, numbers, um, export prices. They're just kind of going over some of the news. It, it just hit. Um, looks like the, the futures are for the Dow are up, NASDAQ still down. Um, but I, I, I do think that you can get this between 180 and 190. And for those that are younger, throw this in a long-term portfolio. This could be the next Apple. Uh, it is crazy to think about um, buying a company with a forward PE of 455. That's down 41%. But what you're do, trying to do is look at 2008, uh, 2000, uh, 2018. Look at Apple during these periods. I'll show you. Um, we'll go back to a weekly on Apple. And if we go back to some of the financial crisis, um, 2008. I may have to go monthly. Yeah, I got to go monthly. Um, you'll see. These were opportunities. Look, it's it's a slight downturn. It doesn't look that drastic. But what you see is that the company continue to go. I think this is what you're going to see with Snowflake. I think you're going to see this dip right now into the below 200s. And, and, and you're going to see it continue to climb like this. They have too strong a product, too strong a a. a, a a business setup where they're going to continue to make money. They're going to expand their business. I think that's where you see. And when I saw it hold up over uh, over the uh, the drop down, I said to myself, huh, this is probably a pretty good opportunity. Um, another one that held up well and is crazy valuation. Um, this one's a little different because it's been a, a runner. But Tesla... Tesla, you didn't see this huge run down. Now, I know I've said, hey, it's got to cover this gap between 250 and 255. 
I don't know that it necessarily will cover that gap. Um, you've got some Elon Musk news. Uh, he believes in Kathy Woods. Um, Kathy Woods came out last night and said, hey, the Fed has to stop raising. Uh, there are some fairly big names in the economic community who have said that. Uh, I believe that they just don't want their fortunes kind of halved. Um, I, I think, you know, again, the only tool that the Fed has right now to fight inflation is the Fed rate. <clears throat> if they go too fast, they could send us into a recession. Um, it probably would be a fast recession. We're already in a recession, two quarters of downward trend. I don't care who you, you know, however you define it, we're still in a recession right now because we're still downward. Um, but that gap on Tesla I don't know that initially gets filled. I think the 200-day around 265 is more of a, hey, that's a buy. Uh, so I don't want you to buy it over 300. I don't think that it's uh, worthy to buy it over 300. The difference between Snowflake and Tesla is the second Elon Musk steps away from Tesla and moves to SpaceX, Tesla will, will essentially just crash. I, I think he's the one that drives this thing. I think you'll see it absolutely probably down 25%. Uh, you think Snowflake's 455 is crazy? Um, let's look at Tesla. Uh, Tesla's making money. They were higher, by the way. You could have bought this in 2018, and, and Tesla was higher on the, the valuation. But uh, again, you just don't, you don't look at this the same way. Uh, let's look at Ford. I think Ford is a good example. I think GM's a good example. Uh, they had their electric day at the car show in Detroit yesterday. Um, look at the Ford PE 7 on Ford. Uh, look at GM. Uh, the Ford PE is 6. Uh, these charts on Ford, uh, I think it's a hype trade. I would absolutely trade Ford. Look at how it's kind of capitulating here between a certain amount, about $14 and $16. If you can trade within that range, you're doing pretty well. You have this gap down here at about 13. I don't know that we're coming down there. Again, you're kind of holding above this 200-day. Um, let's look at it daily just so we can see it. See, it's under the 200-day on daily. Uh, you're using the 200-day as a resistance level. Uh, it's clear. It's going up to 16. It's dipping down to, to the 50-day the here at 14. Um, will it break the 200-day? Those Bollinger Bands are sinking up. We could see either a big move down or a big move uh, up. Look at this. The Bollinger Bands synced up here at 11. You went all the way to 16. Um, Bollinger Bands here sink up. You went down. Bollinger Bands sink up. You went down. Um, Bollinger Bands sink up. You went up. They, they expanded, but boy, did they come down quickly there. That was January. Uh, and it's make no mistake, that 200-day is still in a negative uh, move. So you've still got a negative stock. But you have a gap here between 18 and 19. I don't think it's crazy to think that Ford comes out, gets their, uh, uh, gets their chips and, and their manufacturing in, in, in line, and, and goes back to fill that gap at 18. I don't think it's crazy. Eh, can hold on to it for a little while. Uh, I think the Electrify of America it is clear that that's exactly where uh, America's going, and GM and Ford will probably lead it. Again, Tesla's the obvious winner here. You look at GM. Uh, GM, on the other hand, uh, they're 
just crossed their 200-day. They've kind of been capitulating here. I think this is a $50 stock. Look at that. I mean, that gain. July 13th, you buy in. Uh, by September, you've made 20% on a, a, you know, on a stock that I don't know that you necessarily mind holding. At these levels, I don't think you mind holding this one. Um, you look at a weekly, and you can clearly see GM has for many, many years just kind of hung out here between the 30 and 40 range. Um, you know, if you get it b- below 40, I don't think you mind mind holding it. But that's one. Um, GitLab, GTLB, there were uh, an analyst on yesterday who talked about there were three stocks, or I'm sorry, four stocks uh, in cloud that he particularly liked. Snowflake, uh, GitLab was one. And I saw this move. I think, it, you know, again, I think you're going to start to see this, this MACD move down. Uh, that RSI is in no man's land, but I'm kind of adding this one on. He kind of convinced me yesterday that GitLab might be something that I want to look into. So I added it to my watch list. CrowdStrike, I particularly own CrowdStrike. I think CrowdStrike's a, gate, a great one. Um, I own this one at 183. I think, you know, Snowflake and, and CrowdStrike were about the same at 183. I could have obviously traded this one for quite a bit of money anytime in this run, but I'm holding on to this one. Uh, I like this one. The Bollinger Bands are way up. Uh, it's trading at 184. I don't think I've made any money on this one. Uh, uh, but the other one, Zscaler. Zscaler is a, a uh, cybersecurity firm. <clears throat> they just announced earnings and they shot way up. Um, this was a 20% move on this one when they made 25%, 150 to 180. Uh, they are one of the largest. Palo Alto Networks, which had their split um, the other day, was the big one. Uh, Nucor, N-U-E. Uh, is a uh, uh, iron ore. What are they? Let's see. Uh, I think it's iron ore. Is it to do steel? Manufactures and sells steel's product, steel products. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like Cleveland Cliffs. Nucor announced yesterday they did a, po- a profit warning um, down 10%. So it was interesting yesterday. This one was brought down to 20, you know, see that gap there between 117 and 118. My guess is that's exactly where you're going. Uh, any reaction of the market is an overreaction. I, this is part of the commodity space and it's part of Cleveland Cliffs. You'll see probably, yeah, Cleveland Cliffs down yesterday, got out of it again at 15. I think you could buy this one absolutely once it covers this gap here at 1494. Anything under 15. By, by, by Cleveland Cliffs all day long. If we're going into a recession, that's the problem is the commodities will, will continue to go down. Uh, DRV is one that I had an alert on, and I posted on Twitter, and I posted on, um, on Instagram yesterday. We had a cross-up here at 46.85. You're selling at 46.92 right now. That's where it crossed up. Let's see if we have DRV. This is... This is a triple levered short on the real estate market. And let's look at a two day. We'll look at a five minute chart. And I'm looking at Active Trader Pro right now. It's trading at $47. And $46.92 was the cross up. Um, you're trading at $47. Again, this is, this is a 
bet that the real estate market will go down. Three-time levered ETF. Uh, it's been good to us in the past. Um, the most recent was a 20% gain, 13% gain, but you could have gotten out with the 20%. I think this one makes um, higher highs. You, you look at this one, it made a higher high. It's going up. I think we take the next leg up. Uh, am I putting money into this one? Probably not. I think that, you know, again, I'm a swing trader. I like this one. You get hurt in a big way if for some reason um, Zelensky, you know, I've talked about it. Uh, China comes back online. Uh, well, all of a sudden the real estate market picks up. But I do think that you you should bet that the real estate market, everybody that I talked to, yeah, I lunched with my real estate agent the other day. He said, yeah, it's crap. Market is crap. So um, there's some things. The talking about uh, energy, XLE, uh, TrendSpider posted a um, chart yesterday on Twitter. Let's go to Twitter and I'll look at my profile to see um, what they posted. And we can look at the chart uh, right here. Um, XLE, there we go. So here is a chart of XLE. Sending triangle. Could look like it's off to the races. Um, it could, you know, again, that, that ascending triangle, it looks pretty damn good. We could continue to move up. Look at the volume shelf right there at about 75. You're only at 82. So I, I like this one. Again, if you don't want to pick a winner, XLE, uh, you had a buy-in at 82.09. You're not far off at 82.26. Let's bring this um uh, volume shelf back here so that we can look at it. Oh, I hate that it's, it needs to be perfect. The volume shelves on XLE, there is one forming 77. Um, you're at 82 right now. Could, you know, again, that, that RSI is high at 58, kind of in no man's land, but I like it. Uh, Zip Trader, <laughs> HKD. I think that, yeah, AMTD Financial. This is one that went nuts, and it went nuts earlier as well. Uh, Charlie went over this in his video. If you want to see it, uh, look at it. This is probably meme trading stock. Um, it was a 400% gain yesterday, uh, something of that nature. Uh, yeah, look at. 8222. This went up to $2,500 per share. And that's no typo. It was at $2,500 per share. Um, let me see if I can. Let's look at it daily. Um, yeah. See this run? Look at, I, I mean, it's a, it's a new listing. July 22. It's trading at 19. Um, July 27th. It's trading at uh, about 48. Uh, July 28th, it's trading at 51. You get up here and look at that. It got all the way to 25 right up here. Look at this, this right here. If I hold in on this candle, your open was 930. Your high was 2555. And that's in one day. During that period, it's up 80%. 
because you only closed at 1679. It is crazy. It went nuts. Yesterday, it started trading at 140. Uh, I'm sorry, it started trading at 60. It ran all the way up to 287. Right now, it's trading at 189. I'm sorry, 240 is the bid and ask. It closed at 189. Uh, I would, Charlie says this as well, and, and his listeners are significantly riskier probably than myself, and, and, but my listeners are probably risky as well. Uh, I wouldn't t- put it, any money into this. I wouldn't count on it going up. Uh, great video, uh, great insight into Charlie. There's nothing here. Uh, this is simply probably a whale that is looking to market manipulate kind of stuff. Um, but it was great video last night. Again, look up on YouTube, Zip Trader Charlie. Um, he puts out a video every night and he, and he goes over stuff like this. He does have a service. I don't particularly recommend the service. It's $400 for you to learn. Um, but the biggest benefit is uh, to get into his morning chats. Uh, it's a bunch of degenerates in the chats. Um, you know, they, they all kind of hang on Charlie. He probably puts out 10 to 15 stocks um, and maybe one's a winner, maybe. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been playing in different, different sectors since I've kind of listened to him. But, uh, but yeah, great video last night. Uh, Mara, when we're talking about uh, Ethereum, completed their split, uh, which allows them to significantly reduce the amount of electricity that it takes to complete a transaction, uh, the amount of energy that take take to uh, complete a transaction. You had at remember I talk about button hooks. This one had a quick button hook here in September twelfth. Um, it, it it went all the way up to fifteen. You're down at twelve right now. Your buy in was eleven twenty two. You can clearly see. Let me expand this so you can clearly see it. See that blue line coming down? It's going to cross that strike line. So the MACD is heading towards uh, getting you out of this trade. Uh, it, it's not quite getting you out. Probably will get you out. Depends on what this one does. Uh, ETHE, which I personally own at a significant loss, by the way. Um, ETHE, uh, had you buy in at 1122, you're at 1167. This was priced in. So the news is not a shock. It was priced in. Uh, Humera uh, Healthcare, they're having an investor day and they came out with upward guidance. Um, and, and you can see it's hugely down here, but in pre-market, it is hugely up. Uh, they had a, uh, HUM is the symbol, uh, 458 and they're, they're up at 485 right now. Uh, we talk about, I, I talk about any reaction is an overreaction. Look at that. Uh, it came down here. I don't know why. Let's see. Was there a news story? Had to be a news story. Um, let's look on Finviz. Um, ties up. Humana versus United Health. What's the, what's the better buy? Ooh, that's, a, that's probably a good article right there on Zach's. Zach's doesn't put out the greatest research, though. Um, investors will be pleased. Humana introduces midterm adjusted. Humana outpaces stock market gains. What you need to know. The chart, the chart again, I, I think this, this chart just shows um, Humana had some type of issue. I don't know. You know the, the, it's completely oversold at 27. 
If you can get this at 485, I think you're right in this wheelhouse. I don't think it has too much upside um, uh, since it's already run up. But I wanted to bring that up because United Health, uh, UNH, is a favorite. Um, and it did get you out yesterday. The RSI is at 33. I've kind of talked about anything down here between 505 and 511. Uh, I think anything under 100. I think you could actually buy uh, a portion of this. It's down at five five eighteen. It closed yesterday at five oh nine. I think five hundred is five oh five is probably the bottom here. Um, and you can see it. it yesterday's low was five oh six. It hasn't completely touched it, so maybe we have more downside. But this is completely oversold right now. The MACD is crossing down. It got you out yesterday. The RSI is at thirty three. Um, so if I were to look at this one, look at United Health versus Humana, look at that Zach's article, go on to FinViz and read that. I'm not going to look at it for you. Um, uh, biggest news of the morning is that there's a potential uh, resolution to the rail strike, which would have put this country in a major bind had you gone more than a couple of days. Um, it's engineers. It has nothing to do with anybody off the railroads. It's basically people who are actually on the railroads, uh, and it's a smaller uh, a union, but it would have significantly put this country uh, probably Christmas at risk, probably the rest of the year. We talk about, um, you know, Joe Terranova always talks about how uh, midterm election cycle years are always up. Uh, or the majority of time they're up. I think over the last, um, what, 60 years, 80 years, there's only been one midterm cycle that, that was down. Well, we're probably in the second one. Um, but Union Pacific, CSX, and Norfolk Southern, all up. Um, CSX named a new president, the former uh, Ford Motor uh, Company exec, um, Joe Hendricks. I don't know. So the guy on CNBC. Ford hasn't exactly been a uh, shining example of great leadership, but it is what it is. Uh, Wynn got an upgrade um, to outperform, W-Y-N-N. It is up in pre-market. This is tied to uh, Macau in China. And with China reopening, you could probably get into this one. Um, I would say anywhere between 58 and 60. I think you get into this one and, and be completely happy. Look at how even this is. And if you go back, look at how it's kind of created that, that shelf there. Uh, let's go and look at a daily uh, where it's traded here between 55, um, probably you know the lows of 50 and, and the highs of 70. It's in that range. And you're right, it's 60. You're in that range. Uh, now, if you're going to invest in this one, I think you listen to the algorithm, uh, and, and I'll take a look at that. But I wanted to show you, the key point is, this is still a downward trending stock. So if you're going to bet on this one, win, um, you know, it, it, it's football season, probably something up. Uh, but the algorithm loses you 12%. Buying and holding the stock loses you 23%. The average win on this is 11%. I like this one. Uh, the algorithm has you in at 59, but it does look like recent um, downturn is going to make that MACD cross down. So I think if you can get this at 59 or 58, 
it might go down to 55, but I do think that you have a time where you can hold this one and go up. But Win is tied to Macau. Uh, so for if some reason tied into China, if they, they continue lockdowns, um, that's going to be a problem. Report yesterday, uh, MRNA, Moderna. You bought in at 134 on this one. I know it went over. The, al- the algorithm never got you out, but it has been floundering down here. Um, there's a complete volume shelf here between 130, 134 and 144. So I think you're safe buying anywhere in between there. The report yesterday was that the Chinese government has started to talk to uh, Moderna about supplying them with their vaccine. That would be enormous, not only for the world in getting mRNA vaccine into China to get them a little bit more immune because it's been shown their vaccine just isn't effective against, um, against the new variants. Uh, mRNA is better, uh, less people are dying. We don't know how many actual people are dying in China but they've been releasing stats of you know one, two people, and then they shut down a city of eight to 10 million people. So I think mRNA, I, I think you've got one last pop in here before the end of the year, probably up to 170 or so. I do think that 130, uh, this could be a long-term play as well. And the reason I say it's a long-term play is their technology of mRNA vaccines. Right now, they just have the COVID vaccine. If they get into flu, which they're working on, if they get into something else where they can actually create a vaccine that's mRNA, and if you read up on on mRNA vaccines, they're significantly safer than the protein vaccines that we've been using for years. They're significantly more effective. Now, we don't know the long-term health effects of them, uh, but the people that have researched long-term effects on mRNA have said they're completely safe. Uh, It does... Um, interact with your DNA, your, basically your immune system uh, is bolstered up. So when it recognizes the DNA of a, a virus that enters you, uh, your immune system can, can start to attack it sooner, uh, which makes your cold uh, less, um, less aggressive and, and you get less sick for a shorter period of time. So again, mRNA, right now Moderna just has COVID. They've been effective selling it. I think at the beginning of the year, you're going to lose a lot of COVID funding around the world. Um, And I think you're going to get fewer and fewer uh, purchases of their vaccine, which means downside. But if they open up China, that's the biggest market in the world. So uh, going along with win, if you're going to bet on win because you think Macau is going to open, I I think you better put half your win lot into uh, Moderna as well. Netflix is being uh, upgraded. Um, by what is it, Evercore, um, and they upgraded saying that things haven't been priced into the stock. Well, the algorithm has you out as of yesterday. Um, it, I think it's up slightly in pre-market. The RSI is at 46. Look at this one. I mean, it's been a dead horse ever since you kind of had this run up um, from July to August where you got 20% in this stock. Um, it's just been a horse that's kind of run here between 215 and 240. Um, I, I think at 224, you could probably buy it safely. I'm a big fan of Netflix. Still have my Netflix subscription. I've talked to several people who have disconnected their Netflix, and Netflix wants them back at nine dollars a month. So uh, maybe that's a you know if you want to 
one of my other skills at this uh, retired life is living cheaply, and it's about finding the deals like that. Uh, I did want to bring up uh, Patagonia, uh, the founder, and their, their private company, a billion do- $3 billion company. He gave away the company yesterday. Um, essentially, this is the giving pledge, but in a different form, and he got a lot of press about it. Uh, I'm an outdoors guy. I buy a lot of Patagonia stuff. It is quite pricey, but it is quality, quality gear. Um, they give back, I think, 1% or 2% of their profits to uh, fighting climate change. Well, yesterday, he basically gave the company away and signed it away to, quote-unquote, Earth. And that was the big press release. That was the headline. What he did was basically, hey, uh, we're, we're never taking this company public. Um, we are going to keep it private. And what we're going to do is give away 100% of the profits um, to fighting climate change. So he no longer takes the profits. Well, they're, they're, they're kind of giving it away. So it's, it's, it's the giving pledge in a different kind of form. <clears throat> um, I like it. Uh, uh, you know, if you like the outdoors, support Patagonia. Um, Adobe is down big because they announced that they are opening or purchasing a design firm called Figma. I've never heard of them, but they're down big. Uh, they also announced their earnings. They were supposed to announce it today after, um, but they announced pre. And so it's going to gap down. Let's see where we are. ADBE. It's going to gap down here uh, and create. Um, you're down at 330. Um, so you're, again, you're, look at this. This is a falling knife. Now, do I suggest you buy Adobe? I'm not a big Adobe fan. Adobe, uh, I think, has some great products. I think it's been overhyped. Uh, this is a subscription service company that went from buying products to just subscription service. It is significantly expensive. Look at that PE 23. Uh, and if, uh, tw- I'm sorry, PE is 36. Their forward PE is 23. They don't pay a dividend. Year to date, they're only down 34%. So it hasn't been a- as, as big a drop as most of the other names that you saw that ran up during the pandemic. And I'm going to show you this run-up because it, it is very, very clear. Look at that. So you got, here's the, uh, March, here's the pandemic right here. You were trading at 284. There is no reason that this one ran up all the way to 600. Uh, I think it's back to its rate, uh, kind of probably where it should be. I would think 300 would put in a floor on this one. Um the algorithm loses you 19%. Buying and holding loses you 20%. So the algorithm does nothing. The average win is 8%. I think if you, I, my guess is this moves back down to 300. You're going to have a gap. You're going to have this MACD cross down. You're going to have that RSI go into oversold territory. I think you could play this one once it comes back. <clears throat> so uh, those are all the stocks that I had. As far as scans, we had, I wanted to show you a, a perfect example of how the algorithm is not always perfect. Um, AEO is a great example. Uh, you got out here at 1055, you got in on September 13th. On uh, September 14th, the next day, you get out with a 0.66% gain. Again, you take your profits in, the, in this, this environment. But it got, got you out too soon because there's another MACD cross up today at 1079. Do I think you should buy this at 1079? Probably not. 
Uh, I, you know, I saw the MACD cross up and I'm like, listen, this is going to flounder around 10. I own this small portion, a small position in it. Um, I think it's like four or $5,000. It's not much, but I'm down like 50%. I bought it because again, I listened to a guy on the internet, uh, named Jim Kramer who said they have cotton prices under control. Uh, they have cotton prices, they have a contract and they will not suffer from the supply chain. That was in January. And you can see at 21, that was right around this earnings. Uh, I'm sorry, it was March. Right around this earnings at about 20. And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to this guy. Boom, 50% loss. Roasted. <laughs> to quote uh, Michael Scott, boom, roasted. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to hover up here around, around 10. When we go to AEO and we look at the PE of 10, uh, you look at gaps, PE, GPS is the symbol. They're at 13. I mean, you know, look at Abercrombie, uh, which is a similar to American Eagle Outfitters. PE of 10. Uh, again, I, there's nothing special about this one. It's just kind of come in on the valuation. But it did have a cross-up, so I figured I brought it up. Uh, another one that I own that had a cross-up is Oxy. I would absolutely tell you to buy this one. 67.22. I told you anything under 70, buy it. You've got a cross-up here. There's no reason not to buy this one. Warren Buffett's still buying it. You know, energy's going to go up. Yeah, it's down 1.477 today. It's based on demand uh, in China. But we go back to Moderna. If they get the Moderna vaccine in China, uh, demand's going to go back up for oil and gas. Right, right now, the recession fear is what's bringing this one down. Demand's gonna go up. The Saudis want stuff, you know, oil to go back to one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel. Uh, I, I just don't think that there's any way this one doesn't go up. DRV, we talked about as far as the scans go, um, forty six eighty five. I think you'll be able to get this one probably around that price. I think you're gonna see. Again, my take on this is we're going to see a flat market between now and next week when the Fed raises. Uh, an interesting one that I thought I am not familiar with this uh, industry at all, but it's the defense industry, Raytheon. 8641. And the reason I bring this one up, they're having some problems. Um, Raytheon is. Uh, Lockheed has been a, a solid mover. But is Raytheon hit a bottom here? Um, I. 8641, it just seems when I looked at the 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 daily, why did I go to the weekly? I should go to the daily first. When I looked at the daily, it's under the 200 day. We just had the death cross. Now, it's got the MACD cross up on the four hour and it's oversold here. Uh, it is clearly in a downward moving spiral. Their earnings are coming up October 25th. Um, usually on their earnings, you can see the past two earnings, they've been down. Uh, prior to that, they were up on earnings. Um, I, they probably have some downward guidance. Who knows exactly? You know, maybe there's supply chain issues. I haven't done my research, but you can see that Bollinger Band is super wide. It is now piercing the bottom of the Bollinger Band. Where to pierce the bottom of the Bollinger Band? Right here at 87. Ran up to 95. Uh, right here at 82. Uh, ran up to. <clears throat> 92. So when I see this Bollinger Band get pierced, I kind of take an interest in this one because I do think that it bounces back rather quickly. And Raytheon has a pretty good um, uh, 
dividend, um, 2.55. So you're, you're kind of flat on the year. Uh, if we look at Lockheed, um, by the way, you're only 9% off your 52-week low. You're 20% off your 52-week high. But if we look at Lockheed, um, LMT is the symbol. Sorry, should have uh, 14 and 24 is the PE. You look at uh, Raytheon, <coughs> excuse me, um, RTX, and they are 28 and 15. So it, it's not crazy to think that this one has some movement in it. Um, the algorithm, it makes you 9%. Buying and holding makes you 38%. Your average wins only 7%. But I bring it up because it did cross up and I think it's oversold. I think it's an opportunity. If you want to scalp it, I think you could. Okay, I think that's it for today. Um, let me go back to YouTube and see if anyone, uh, just Zephan, has a good morning. If anybody else is on YouTube, I'm going to hang out on YouTube while I post the, uh, the, uh, um, the podcast. So thank you again to the supporters. Uh, I put in my link tree. Uh, I'm kind of getting sick of the fees that are taken out. Um, and I did notice too that uh, Anchor, I, I certainly appreciate the, uh, the monthly um, uh, supporters on Anchor um, and the fees. I don't mind paying the fees for the monthly. And, and really, honestly, you guys are great. Um, but I did have, I think Max yesterday um, had asked me about, uh, let me see, Max had a stock yesterday. I told him it was going to bounce at three. Let's look at which one that was. Um, I'm going to go in here. Uh, but Max had asked me, um, hey, he wanted to get me a uh, a uh, one-time thing. So I put in my link tree a way to give me one time. And it says personal in the link tree if you want to support me there. G-E-R-N. Yeah. Remember how I said yesterday? Yesterday it hit 306. I said it's going to use that $3 as, as resistance. Boom, you're at yeah, 286. Boom, roasted. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it definitely used that. It's going back up a little today. Um, it's got the 10-day volume. Let's see. G-E-R-N. Let's look at this one. This is not a... Um, he found this one, and he bought it down here at 120s. Kudos to Max. Max, just brilliant freaking trade. Uh, I had seen that it w went up over the Bollinger Bands there. We talked about that. And I, I just saw a pullback. I thought it was going to you know, pull back. It's just oversold, overbought, I mean. Um, but clear. And I hung out yesterday and kind of uh, on YouTube and kind of talked with some folks. So I'll do the same thing today. Um, so you guys on YouTube that are watching now, just hang out. We'll do some live trading. Um, and if you have any questions, I will probably be driving tomorrow uh, to New Jersey. Again, I think this week is going to be flat. Fridays, I'm going to try and do something where uh, uh, it's more of an educational show uh, every week because I don't like you guys buying and buying anything on a Friday unless it's buy and hold. Um, if you're looking to trade stuff, just don't don't on a Friday. Uh, there's too many things that can happen over a weekend. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, thank you again to the supporters. Look for that link tree. Uh, I may do some Twitch stuff. Uh, I, I know I signed up for Twitch and I was doing live on Twitch. Um, but I may do some twi Twitch stuff, um, live trading on Twitch. If you like it, hit me up. Okay. Take care guys. Have a great day.